Hello world. Welcome to Jesus Boost. I'm Lisa Toledo. I want to give a brief shout out to Anne Voskamp and her team who most recently listened to the Jesus Boost podcast and shared it on their blog as part of the good stuff multivitamins for the week. So thanks guys for listening and for sharing Jesus Boost with your network. Greatly appreciate it. As far as today, our topic is going to be about faith. So are you familiar with Romeo and Juliet, Abraham and Sarah, Mary and Joseph, Prince William and Kate, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, Jesus Christ, and you. Faith is a love story, the greatest love story ever told. God loves his human children and he made us, he made mankind to love them back. Each human being is created with a heart designed to desire, love, and yearn for God. Jesus came to remind us of this and made the ultimate sacrifice to prove it. As is written in the book of John, chapter five, verse 13, greater love has no one than this, that one should lay down his life for his friends. What love, what sacrifice, what a gift that he has given us all. The free gift of faith, the choice to believe, the choice to accept God's love or to reject it. It's really up to us. We can bask in this light of love and cherish it and feel comforted by it, strengthened, be at peace or renewed with energy and joy, or we can reject the gift of faith. You know, saying, I don't believe in God. Or we can ignore it, maybe acknowledging, yeah, God's up there somewhere, but, you know, I'm too busy to worry about it or care. Or we can just overlook it, you know, saying, yeah, I love God, so what? And not really do anything about it. Or forget about it, you know, I used to believe, but I don't anymore. Honestly, I, I really feel sad sometimes for those without faith in their life, you know? To me, they're just... They're missing out on the experience of being complete. You know, with Jesus in your life, you always feel loved no matter what. You know, humans will, they'll let us down. Our spouses, our significant others, our own parents, best friends, employers. But Jesus never will. There's true beauty and security and value in that love relationship. Jesus is here to help us and guide us and strengthen us and care for us every step of the way. But to fully experience this outrageous love, we must accept the gift of faith. Faith as defined by Paul is that which gives substance to our hopes, which convinces us of things we cannot see. 
how can we believe with certainty then in, in things that we can't see? I mean, think about Thomas. Thomas, who was in the presence of Christ for three years, who ate and drank with him, he didn't even believe what his friends swore to him, that Jesus was alive. He would not believe it until he touched the hands of Christ himself. And what did Jesus say to him after he reappeared and proved his existence to Thomas? In John chapter 20, verse 29, he says, Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Well, that's us, right? We're not firsthand witnesses of the resurrection, yet we do believe. How? How are we supposed to, though, believe in something so incredible? Well, my answer is by grace. You know, we can rely on ourselves and our intellect, on what we can see and prove only this much. But grace, God's grace, poured into our soul. You know, His living water completes our ability to believe. It fills in the gap. It gives us the power to believe in things unseen and unheard, to give substance to our hopes. The more grace that we have in our hearts, the more certain we are about our faith. Short story for you. One time my youngest daughter, Jacqueline, and I were talking at night while I tucked her in. This is a long time ago. It was the evening before her birthday and I looked at her baby picture that she had on her nightstand and I told her how I had prayed for a beautiful little girl and she was answered prayer and how blessed we were to have her. And it was lovely and touching and I kissed her goodnight. And I was all the way down the hall when I heard her calling for me again. And when I went back into her room, she was crying and alarmed. I, I said, what's wrong, sweetie? And she sobbed, mommy, I don't want you to grow old and die. I never want you to leave me. <laughs> so precious. Well, of course, that started a whole new conversation. A talk about the beauty of heaven. But along with it, you know, with the little one came all the questions. Do we have bodies in heaven? Do we eat and drink there? Do we go to the bathroom in heaven? Well, I answered these questions, you know, as best as I could with certainty in my voice and confidence in my faith. And I left my baby feeling reassured and resting peacefully. But on the way back down the hall, I actually felt doubt started to creep into my mind. And, and I had to pause. Do I really believe these things? It was a moment of decision for me. And I could, you know, continue to choose to think intellectually only, you know, relying on evidence or proof or lack thereof. Or I could choose to walk in faith having hope and believing in things unseen, remembering what Jesus said, blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. So by the power of God's grace in my heart, I chose to walk in faith. As Paul talks about in to the Corinthians, his second letter, chapter five, verse seven, he says, 
For we walk by faith and not by sight. Doubts will creep in for all of us, guys. You know, and when things become difficult and when things really start to look bleak, that's when we have to really walk by faith and not by what we see. It's hard sometimes, but if we recall the powerful faith of our ancestors, we can be reassured. Think about Peter and all that he did traveling near and far to spread the news about Jesus, ultimately dying a painful and humiliating death upside down on a cross. I imagine he was offered many opportunities to be released if only he'd recant his faith. But he never did, enduring death to testify to faith in Jesus Christ. Think of Paul suffering similar circumstances, jailed, persecuted, and executed because of his faith. You'd think these men would be so frightened, facing pain and execution, that fear would have stripped them of their faith and that they'd give in to save their own lives. But these wise words might explain how they persevered. The saying goes, fear ends where faith begins. Faith conquers fear for them and for us. Here's another way I want you to take a look at it. Visualize it this way. Picture a doorway. All right, two sides to it. On the one side, fear knocks on the door. On the other side, faith answers the door and no one is there. Faith chased away the fear. Fear knocks. If faith answers, no one is there. The stronger the faith, the less the fear. God wants you to live without fear. The Bible tells us that over and over again. It says, do not be afraid. In fact, those four words are repeated at least 65 times throughout scripture. Yeah, scary things will happen in life. They're happening right now with sickness and death all around us because of this pandemic. There's injustice in the world. There's job losses like we've never seen before, but these circumstances cannot shake our faith. They are to strengthen it. Like Peter and Paul, as you face your challenges, do not be tempted to give in to the fear. Have faith. Do not be afraid. Chase that fear away. With a boost from Jesus today, with his grace pouring into your heart right now, open yourself up to the spirit of Christ, push back your shoulders, outstretch your heart, look to the heavens, welcome Jesus in, breathe in the Holy Spirit into you, into your heart, into your mind, into your soul. Let him refresh and renew. 
and let the peace that comes with it, the peace of Christ, settle in and guard your heart and empower you and strengthen your faith. I hope you feel renewed. I hope so, because as Christians, we're called by Jesus to not only you know read the gospel and read the scriptures, but to live it. If we love God as our creator and the creator of all persons, we're called to act on that love, to be a living branch of the vine, not a dead one, not a branch who says, yep, I have faith, but doesn't do anything with it. Be a living branch that produces good fruit with acts of charity and acts of love. I love this quote by Edith Hamilton. She says this about faith. Faith is not belief. Belief is passive. Faith is active. One of our recent presidents, the 41st one to be exact, had these wonderful, inspiring words to offer. Quote, I have one life and one chance to make it count for something. I'm free to choose what that something is. And the something I've chosen is my faith. Now, my faith goes beyond theology and religion and requires considerable work and effort. My faith demands, this is not optional, my faith demands that I do whatever I can, wherever I am, whenever I can, for as long as I can, with whatever I have to try to make a difference. That was by Nobel Peace Prize winner and former president, Jimmy Carter. Renewed in our faith today with a boost from Jesus, let us all be empowered now to make a difference by sharing the fruits of our faith with acts of love and charity this week. And lastly, smile. Smile big because we know how this love story ends. Happily ever after. Well, that's it for episode 16 of Jesus Boost today. I ask you guys to stay tuned until the end of this podcast for another amazing Christian song by Jeremy Camp. If you think someone you know might like this podcast, you can share this episode by clicking the three dots or the square share button on your screen. Subscribe to Jesus Boost on your favorite podcast platform. Check out JesusBoost.com for more information about me, my podcast episodes, and my blog posts on Try His Perspective. Follow on Instagram at Jesus Boost Podcast and on Facebook at Be Strong Ministries. Live the love story, my friends, you and Jesus. God bless. Will I believe you when you say
living more 